Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And this morning, we have such an exciting guest on the show. Uh, she's a returning guest and somebody who is um, really a, uh amazing success story. Uh, she's a former teacher. She showed and brought up affiliate marketing and... Um, was going to prove to her classroom that it was something that was, you know, um, uh, you, you know, not a, not a realistic way to make money online. And as she was demonstrating uh, to her classroom, it's um, uh, the the fact that it was not a great way to make money online or was not a legitimate thing for them to pursue. Well, she proved herself wrong. And uh, and it became part of her curriculum and it came became part of uh, her, you know, classroom sort of adventure with her students. And uh, here she is, um, you know, months and uh, over a year later, maybe going on two. I don't know. We'll hear her exact uh, timeline uh, with a multiple six figure business, um, you know, living a life uh, that's potentially and most likely beyond her wildest dreams with her amazing husband, uh, who I have had so much fun with at some of our mastermind events and, uh, just, you know, a real authentic story of success that is, uh, not about mansions and Lamborghinis, but about, you know, uh, a real, um, a real journey of putting in the work and getting the results. And so I could not be happier uh, to welcome back to the Wake Up Legendary Show, Kelly Roberts. What's going on, Kelly? Welcome to the show. Dave, I can't hear you. Really? Joanne, I don't know can what's you... happening. I can hear both of you. Hold on. Log out and log back in, Kelly. Log out, log back in. Log out and log back in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I don't know what's going on. I can't. It won't there she goes. <laughs> yeah, I can hear her as well, my friends. Let's just see if that solves her problem. If she can uh, totally X out and then come back in. Obviously, uh, here we go with the technical challenges of creating content online for all to see right here, uh, right in front of your faces here this morning. And this is um, this is marketing and online marketing in 2024. This is as real as it gets. And what my hope is, is when these sort of challenges, technical challenges, et cetera, pop up and we make it through without you know, losing limbs or without, you know, too much blood or, or splatter on the computer screen that you all can be inspired to realize that no matter what sort of challenges you think you're going to go through when you're marketing online, uh, there, there really is nothing that is going to, um, that is going to be so bad that it's going to end your career or make you look like you're, you know, so dumb or such a failure or such a screw up. Because the truth is, is that when you make mistakes in your content, when you um, have technical challenges, 
It actually just makes you more real. It makes people follow and appreciate what you do put out and what you do on the internet even more um, because they know that it's real and they know that you're a real person. And so, all right, I can see Kelly coming back in. I'm not sure if she's connected here or not, or if she's going to be able to be connected. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Kelly's in the middle of building a, a home for herself and her family. Um, she may be having some internet or technical issues. No matter what, we're going to make a show out of it this morning, and we're going to have some, some takeaways. We're going to have some lessons, even if we can't get Kelly back on. Uh, she was all ready, and it was kind of interesting uh, because I, I, you know, before we, we, uh, um, uh, and by the way, if anybody has any questions that they want answered, go ahead and drop them in the comments as well, and I'll be happy to take a couple of questions, you know, while we're waiting for Kelly to come back on or if she's not able to get back on. But um, before I came on, the one thing that uh, Joanne backstage said to me about Kelly was that you know, she, uh, she's not nervous coming back on the show now, whereas before she was really nervous. She's been on the show at least once, maybe multiple times. Um, I, I can't remember if this is her second, third, or even fourth time on the show. Remember, friends, I've done over 850 of these episodes live with different people, some repeat, um, repeat uh, showgoers. But anyways... Joanne pointed out because they had a conversation before I came on that she wasn't nervous. And, you know, that's something that I want to pass along to you all is that the more you do this stuff, the more you show up on video, the more you show, um, you know, up on lives, the less nervous you're going to be, the more it's going to feel like um, second nature to you. You know, there's a there's there's something called the four stages of learning. And I we'll try to pull up a graphic of it here real quick so I can sort of show you all what, what I, what I'm, you know, what this process looks like in kind of a, you know, kind of a geeky scientific way. Let's see if, if Kelly's back on, can you hear me? I can. Can you okay. hear me? I, I can't, I can't. I switched to my phone. So I guess that's what we're going to have to do. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, I, I was, I was pointing out here that before you, you know, I came on, um, and we went live, uh, Joanne said, you know, eh, she's not nervous. Uh, cause I guess you guys were talking about how nervous you were the first time you came on. And I yes. said, well, you know, that's, that's sort of this in, in, in you're a teacher. So I'm sure you'll, you'll appreciate, you know, a little, a little slide here real quick, a little slideshow, but this is the kind of process that we all go through from being totally nervous, nerve wracking. Oh my God, I can't believe this. How do I look? How do I feel? Oh my God, do, are both my legs the same length? Are, all, does, are both my eyes the same place on my head? Am I, do I, does my hair look okay? Is my part right? We go from this sort of, um, you know, total focus on ourselves, but being unaware of kind of what to do, which is this unconscious incompetence. You're unaware of the skill and your lack of proficiency. You know, even you don't know what you don't know, right? right. Then yep. we move into this lower um, box here, which is conscious incompetence, where you're aware of the skill, but you're not yet proficient. So now we become a little bit more aware of, you know, 
you know, if we're, if we're shooting videos or we're going live, we're like a little bit more aware of kind of what we're doing, but we're not really comfortable yet. Then we move into, um, we move into conscious competence, the green box over here. You're able to use the skill, but only with effort, right? You got to really focus and you got to get ready to get ready. And you, you know, you're good, but everybody in the house has to be quiet. Nobody has to be looking at you. You know, you can't, you can't film in front of other people when you're out, you kind of get embarrassed and, you know, it's like, you're able to do the skill, but you got to really, you got to really focus. You got to really try. Everything has to be perfect. And then you move up into the mastery box up here, which is this blue box, which is unconscious competence. You can perform the skill automatically, no matter if your husband's in the room, your 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 kids are in the room. If you're out in you know public or like you coming onto the show, you can go live with me and for you know over 500 people and not be nervous or not be you know nerves are still good to, to just show that you're alive like it's right. not about being emotionless but it's also not about being you know you're able to be in flow does this feel like it fits with your journey here over the last yeah 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 yeah, yeah i'd say so i have uh at first i wouldn't do any videos in the room like no one could be in the room with me like nope we got to do this i can't because i didn't want people laughing at me <laughs> Um, but now I'll go out, I'll shoot videos. Like I can shoot video in anywhere, really. Um, I can shoot video uh, like we, well, when James and I were in Italy, I shot video while we were walking down the street in Italy, like lots of different times. But I also think part of that too, is the fact that we, um, like being out and shooting videos like that is becoming more and more common. Just like when I was teaching high school, I would at lunchtime, I had lunch duty and we would have groups of kids shooting TikToks just in the hallway. They'd have their phones out and just out doing that stuff. But yeah, for me, that was definitely my journey. I still have, I still get a little nervous sometimes when I'm with people that I think are going to judge me for it. I mean, that, that happens with everyone. Um, but uh, you know, if I'm, if I'm comfortable where I'm at, I'll just pull my phone out and shoot whatever I want. <laughs> So how, how do you, how do you deal with, with, uh, so that's nice to know that you still, you know, you, you've become this kind of, you know, really successful internet marketer here over, over this, a short, rather short period of time. Mm -hmm. um, it's been what, just so I, I, I don't make it sound like it's too good to be true. Has it been a year and a half? Has it been two years? What's your time? Almost two years. Okay. Yeah. It'll be two years in February. Yeah. All right. So in almost two years, you've been you've be, you've gone from a, a, a high school teacher to a really successful Internet marketer. And um, this is your full time career now. Yep. And, and and you still deal with because you still have friends and people that are in your life that don't really know what you're doing or understand what you're doing and may be a little bit judgmental. They may be those crabs in a bucket who, who have a hard time really maybe even being really happy for your success because it's sort of, maybe there's some jealousy, maybe it sort of threatens that them where that we don't know, whatever the case may yeah. be, they're a, they're a little judgmental, whether they say it out loud or whether it's just vibes that you can feel. And so, man, thank you for sharing that. And how do you navigate that? I, well, 
just like you said, I have, I, you, when we first started, when I first started this, I had a lot more support from people, strangers on the internet than I ever did from my family, right? Like, um, minus my immediate family that lives in my home, you know, they were fantastic, but, um, and I still have people that don't think what I do is a real job or don't see it as something that I should, that people should do, or, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I tend to, when I'm around them and I know that I'm going to have some judgment, I typically don't, I typically don't, um, shoot video. I don't talk about my, my business. I don't nothing. I don't bring it up. James will bring it up. <laughs> I, I don't bring it up. <laughs> he brings it up. Um, but I've also gotten to the point where I've asked him to like, if we're in certain situations and I want some footage, I ask him to just like occasionally shoot video for me, do that kind of thing, because it just makes it really easy. And then I'm not the one that's doing it. And it doesn't look like it's all self-centered on me. Like I'm just out here with my phone, like, Hey guys, look at me. Um, so I think that that does help, but the, the longer I do this, the easier it is for me to do it out in front of people. And the more people start to understand what I'm doing, like, and, and that that's my career. That's my life. That's what we do. So, yeah. And everybody, you know, everybody doesn't want to be uh, famous on Facebook, social media, rock star to their friends and family. I think also it's important to kind of discern the difference between, you know, because some of you just don't understand this yet because you're not successful yet. Right. Yeah. So you, you just don't know what you don't know. Right. But, um, but when you, and you may think, well, when I become successful, screw them all. Right. I mean, I, if they don't support me, they're not, they're not true soldiers, you know, they're not true friends. But the truth is, is that, you know, like there are friends in my life that I have wanted to keep that, as you said, they, they're not internet marketers. They, they don't know what I do. And, and with the jobs and careers that they have, they're, they're, they may never become ultra successful, right? But yeah. I still want to keep those relationships. I, I don't want to damage them and I don't want to hurt those people. That's one of the, that's a theme that I'm kind of on right now because there's, there's, you know, there's different ways that we we hurt people or can hurt people as we become successful. Um, you know, one of the ways is if we act so arrogant or if we act in a way like we're better than them and just automatically cut them off. So I hear real maturity there and I hear you navigating this in a compassionate way where you're proud of your success and so is your husband and you're not seeking approval or validation from everybody else. However, at the same time, you're not looking to shove it in any, everybody's face or over explain to everybody what you're doing as if it's so important that they must know and understand. Does that feel like it fits? Yeah. And I, I mean, when people ask me what I do, I, still it's hard for me to go from, oh, I teach, I'm a, I'm a high school teacher, you know, it's hard to go from that to, I own an internet marketing company. Like that's 
because that's what I do. And, but it's hard to get that to come out, but, but more and more, you know, the longer I do this and, and the, the, the more I own it, I guess. Cause you know, when you first start, like when I first started, I, I didn't think this was going to be a full-time thing for me. This was, this was my side gig, right? This was, this was my side hustle. And I just wanted extra income. I wanted to help us pay some bills, get rid of some debt, do, you know, do some of those things. And then it became so much more. And so to go from something that was never intended to be my full-time thing um, to this is what I do now. And this is my life and I love it. And, you know, but I don't want to throw that in people's faces either because, you know, lots of people like to see you fail. Lot, you know, people don't tend to like to watch you succeed. Sometimes we all like to suffer in our misery together. So when you, when you step out of that box, my dog's barking as when you step out of that box, people take that a little hard. Sometimes they, they, they don't necessarily like it. And then they say things and you know, whatever. I just let it go in one ear and out the other. Cause I'm kind of over it. I know what I'm here for. I know why I do this. I love what I do. And I, I you know, if they support me, they support me. And if they don't, they don't, but I'm not going to lose friends over it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you have this whole new audience of people and all of these new friends. Uh, I know that because <clears throat> I've, I've seen you at our mastermind events. Yep. Uh, very happy, having lots yeah. of fun, you know, <laughs> uh, hanging out with me, hanging out with all of the new friends that you've made through our community and yeah. through this business and, and so forth. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not, it's also my experience has been that sometimes we grow into new friendships and out yeah. of old friendships and we can do that in a mature way where we're not, we don't have to, again, over explain ourselves. We don't have to say, Oh, I've outgrown you now. It's just a natural, like, okay, I'm hanging out with these people. And if somebody asks me, I'm happy to talk to them and be honest, but I'm not going to chase I'm not going to, if I feel jealous or negative vibes, I'm, I'm certainly not going to pursue hanging out with that person. I'm going to set boundaries. You know, I'm going to do all the things to take care of myself. And, um, and, and I, I hear and see you doing that as well. So tell us how the new house is coming along since we've, you know, since I've seen you last, you were kind of working out of, I think a, of an RV or something, watching your house. <laughs> And talk to us about the journey of getting here, this dream for you to do this. And was this something that you saw happening or planned on doing when you were in the classroom and yeah. you were just starting this? Okay. Well, I'm going to go back first to your friend's comments because I have what I call my work friends and I have friends that are not my work friends, right? I have my family but I have found people in this community that um, when I have when I have days that I'm not happy or days that things just don't seem to be going right or day you know I want to bounce ideas off of people. You need to have people that understand what you're doing. And while my husband understands what I'm doing, he doesn't do it at the same level that I do. He's not in it doing it the way that I do it. So I have a group of friends that are amazing that I can text and call and and um, because we all do the same thing. So, you know, Sarah, Sarah Thompson, Amy Hires, M. Walcott, those are my girls, right? So we talk regularly, daily, pretty much. And um, 
bounce ideas off of each other and hey how's your day going how's your month going what what's happening and and they get it like they get it so when you have when you're having trouble or you're having bad days or you just want to you just want to talk to somebody who fully understands what you do it's important to have those people so as you guys are coming through this business as you guys are building your business find those people find some people that you can talk to your tribe because that's it's that's been a game changer for me um just having people they're not my they're, yes they're my competitors but they're my friends and we drive each other. Like we, we motivate each other to do better, um, to try new things, to get out of certain ruts or, you know, we help each other. So I think that's really important. And I, I like what you said about that. Cause yes, I have a whole ton of new friends. Um, I mean, it was really nice to meet Chelsea at the last mastermind. Like um, I got to know her quite a bit and it was just, that was just fun. But yes, yeah, so right now I'm in my old house and um, because we, so I was living in our RV. We we had an RV. We're building a house an hour from where I live right now. Um, and I was living in my RV for, since the summer, basically. And then um, it snowed a lot and somebody graded our driveway or like cleared our driveway for us. And it ripped through a, an electrical line and I don't have power in my RV anymore, so I can't stay out there because it's like 27 degrees. Um, but we, so we've had this dream. My husband and I have had this dream to buy land that we want to live on and build ourselves a, our dream home there. And that was going to be probably a 10 year dream, right? That, that was something that was going to happen 10 years from now. And, um, Luckily, uh, I started, you know, started doing my digital marketing and it, and it's gone really well for me. And we've been able to do a lot with that. Um, just a lot with that. And I, the biggest part of this is the land that we bought was not ready to build on. So we had to put power, we had to get water, we had to, you know, move dirt so we could put our house on it. And that all costs a lot of money. Like that's not cheap. And typically it's sometimes hard to find funding to be able to do that. So um, but because of this, I didn't have to. And so fast forward 10 years, right? That's, that's essentially what happened. Cause this was a 10 year plan that turned into one. So we bought our land last November, James and I got out there and cleared a whole bunch of stuff on our own. We took down whole trees by ourselves. We had a big front loader. We took down whole trees and cleared out thorn bushes and all kinds of stuff. And then in August, they started building our dream home. So that actually was supposed to have already been finished. <laughs> um, but because we were, they back ordered some of our tile and doors and some things, um, it took a little bit longer. So I was hoping to be in my new office today, but I'm not. I'm in my old one. So still just fine. But um but yeah, so I was, I'm excited. We went out there yesterday and they, they have all of our cabinetry um, mm. put up and they're working on doing trim carpentry right now, building out our closets, that kind of thing. I have a, a walk-in pantry. Mm. Like I like, okay, so right now I have a pantry that I open the door and it's just like right there, right? Close door. And um, so yesterday I got there and they had all of our shelving up in our pantry and I was like, well, oh my gosh, but here's the kicker. Let me just explain. My husband and I, when we were in our thirties, lived in a house that was 1100 square feet. Okay. 1100 square feet is the littlest, tiniest house. And we lived there with our two kids and we like, 
it was it was a great life, but it, it was just a teeny tiny little house, and that's just what we could afford. Two teachers, whatever. And um, <laughs> my garage in my new dream home is bigger than the house that we used to live in. And that I didn't realize that until a few months ago. And I was standing in there and I was like, oh my gosh, like it just dawned on me that we that's how far we've come. And it's just wild. <laughs> it's yeah. just wild. Yeah. Well, I I have seen in, you know, talked to you over the last year or so as this has been, you know, coming to fruition and it's been, you know, just and you're not there yet. You're not even moved in yet. Right. Um, so it's still in the process. I mean, this is the journey. And I wonder if you could share with everybody like who kind of has maybe this is going through a frustrating time and thinks that there's this certain point of arrival. Um, do you feel like you've arrived or are you still, even though you're ha have an inspirational story and are achieving some amazing things, are you still, do you feel like you're still growing? Do you feel like you're still um, like, like a, are, are you still having frustrating days? Are you still battling limit, limiting beliefs? Is there new and different problems that you're now facing that are sometimes as intense, but just aren't the same problems that you were dealing with at the beginning of you starting this business? Yeah. Yeah. So even as, as people come up and, and are learning this business, you're going to see people that are wildly successful. And, you know, I have comparisonitis real bad like real bad, like I'll, you know, I've been doing this almost two years and I see people that have been doing it half as long as I have that have made good jillions of dollars. Right. And that's a struggle for me mentally sometimes. So I have to walk away. It's odd. I have to walk away from watching anything on social media. Sometimes I have to walk away from checking the scoreboard. Sometimes I have to walk away from um, the Facebook groups and just anything. Cause it distracts me and it, it does, uh, it does a lot to my mental state sometimes, which also having my girls is a really, really good thing because I, when I'm having days like that, I can talk to them about it. Um, but you know, everybody has ebbs and flows and whether you're successful or not, you're still going to have those ebbs and flows. You're going to try new things. Like you say all the time, this is all about trial and error. Everything we do is about trial and error and you have to figure out what works for you, not what's working for everybody else. What works for you? Because I'll tell you over the last six months, you know, every, everybody talks about Instagram and how great Instagram is and all those great things. I have really worked on Instagram a lot. I've put a lot of time and effort into Instagram over the last six months and it, I'm not where I want to be. Like I'm not. And, and I wasn't happy. I'm not, I just, I wasn't happy with what was happening with my business. I wasn't happy with how much I was having to do on Instagram. I wasn't happy with those things. And I've recently just gone back to where I built my business, which was TikTok. TikTok and Facebook are the two places that I built my business. And I got, I went back to them because I, shiny object syndrome is a thing, you guys like, but it doesn't just have to be like what you're purchasing or what you're, it can also be 
where you're putting your information at, where you're, you know, don't just switch platforms because somebody tells you that this platform is better than the other. And I truly let that happen. I did. I've let that happen. Um, Sarah Thompson and I have been talking about that a lot because both of us built our businesses on TikTok. And then I went over to Instagram and while Instagram's great, it just doesn't give me the same results as TikTok does. And so once I went back to, and also I was finding myself like trying to create content that wasn't me, right? I'm trying to create content that just wasn't me. And so I went going back to TikTok. I, you know, have gone back to my funny lip sync videos and all the stuff that I love doing that my audience loves to watch me do. And my audience really resonates with and I just think that that's the the key sometimes is that we can't, we have to do our own thing and be unique to ourselves. And we can't just do what everybody else is doing just because they say that's what we're supposed to be doing. I was not comfortable on Instagram. I probably won't ever be comfortable on Instagram. I love TikTok. Absolutely love TikTok. And, but everybody kept saying TikTok's dead. TikTok's dead. It is not dead. And neither is Facebook. If you guys are not on Facebook, you are missing out on a huge opportunity. Because Facebook thrives, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to. I want to talk about Facebook. I want to talk about TikTok. I want to comment though, because you know there was a time period back, um, you know, a couple of years ago where you know everybody was like Facebook ads. This was pretty much before you started. Yeah. Right as you came on, but. you know, Facebook ads were like all these big marketers were trying to do Facebook ads and mastering Facebook ads and Facebook ads was the hot topic and everybody wanted to use Facebook ads because there was no, there, you know, the short form videos weren't as popular and in some respects they didn't even exist yet. Mm-hmm. Um, this video marketing in general had kind of become, you know, difficult and stagnant because you pretty much had to do long form video on YouTube. And that was pretty much the, the main way that you built your business, that you used video or generated traffic with video. And so everybody wanted to learn Facebook ads and Facebook ads were so hot, but what I had always done was community build and, you know, start Facebook groups and, Mm -hmm bring people together and, and, and kind of have an authentic, transparent vibe where I wasn't the guru, but I was interacting and creating an opportunity for others to connect as well. And um, again, building communities. And one of the best ways to have always built communities has been on Facebook with Facebook groups. And so I've been using Facebook groups for a really long time. Right. Yeah. Like a really long time, like, you know, 13 years long time or as long as they've been out. And um, and, you know, so instead of going with the the trend in what everybody was doing and I damn sure tried, I, I really did. Just like you're talking about, I, I did try and I just found that it was not, you know, it didn't come across as um, authentic for me. It was difficult for me to master that. Well, but here's the thing that's important to say is that it was working really well for other people Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't my thing. And so, you know, now it's Facebook ads is still really powerful and it still works for a lot of people. But, you know, if I wouldn't have embraced what I do best, which is, 
community build and and work with groups and like even this show is sort of a yeah. community building show right because yeah. we're live we've got all these people who are commenting and it's it's a community building show i'm better at that i'm better at interacting with people in 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 kind of being out there rather than sitting behind the scenes and running ads and or having somebody run ads for me it's just better i i just do better in this maybe it's because i'm so yeah. long-winded it takes me you know <laughs> it takes me friggin you know 15 minutes just to get warmed up right yeah so it's hard for me to do a quick little punchy ad um and uh come across as authentic and transparent mm -hmm. as i can in a live video or something like that so i i've i eventually embrace that fully committed to that and the rest is internet history, you know? I yep. mean, it's it's really about finding what you're comfortable with and tuning out the noise. And I love that comparisonitis is different. It's 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 you know, it's the same, but it's different, right? Yeah. It's like it's the same thing, but you experience it differently throughout your career. And so now that you've sort of you're in this phase, you're in this chapter where you're kind of embracing what works for you. What have you discovered about TikTok and what are you learning about Facebook? Or let's start with TikTok. What have you rediscovered about TikTok in terms of if somebody was wanting to start with TikTok today, what have you rediscovered about it? And how do you feel that it's different than Instagram and Facebook? I, I think um, what I love about TikTok is that when you put a when you put a video out, when you post something, it typically is seen by people who don't follow you. Like it it, it is typically put out where other people who don't already follow you are going to see it. And I think that's one of the things that I truly love about it. Instagram is so Instagram is very community based, which is fantastic. You you want to build community, but what I found on Instagram was that everybody that's watching my videos are people that already do what I do because that's the community. Right. So I, I mean, I don't know. There's just so many things about Instagram that confuse me, <laughs> but, um, TikTok, what I love about that is I, there's so many different people that see what we do and what I've rediscovered, what I kind of went away from about right before James and I went to Italy. Um, we, I had been doing lots of lives. I was, I was going live on TikTok all the time. And when we got back from Italy, I started focusing more on Instagram and kind of went away from my TikTok lives and also my Facebook lives. Like I, I went away from both of those and tried, you know, focusing on Instagram. And that was like such a mistake for me because I, one, I miss being live. I love getting on TikTok live because I can answer questions for people who are already doing what it is that I do, which helps me because that's the teacher in me. I love to be able to go out there and help people educate, but also just to be able to build relationships and get to know people um, and let people get to know me. Because when I'm doing a five second video um, about dream, my dream home, right? Thanks, Phil. <laughs> um, when I, uh, when I, do videos on my dream home that doesn't show people who I am. That doesn't, that doesn't explain to people me. So when I go live, I can show sides of my personality that a lot of people don't get to see in my videos. And I think, I think that piece alone has, yeah, I think that's made a huge difference, but also, um, I mean, I've had 
a lot of other struggles too. Like I lost my domain. I don't know if you knew that, but um, I, I lost my, my domain, like Google shut it down and I still don't know why, uh, still don't know why. Um, but I rebuilt my entire business in a half a day. <laughs> I rebuilt my entire business in a half a day because um, of everything that I've learned from this company right here. I was able to get my business up and running again in half a day. So whatever. I mean, but the community that you can build through lives. Um, I just love the vibe on TikTok. I just really do. No one cares. No one cares what you look like. No one cares what you wear. No one cares if you show up with a hat on. I get the least amount of nasty comments on TikTok. I get the most, <laughs> the most on other places, right? Like, but TikTok, I just, I don't know. The vibe is for me. The vibe mm. is for me for sure. So what about all, all interesting stuff and all, you know what I love about all this is this is stuff that you've learned on your own. Yes. <laughs> this is so important I think, for everybody to take away because is as much as Kelly is your favorite teacher or as Phil corrected himself to say <laughs> your favorite ex um, my friends, please, please remember how Kelly, how I, how anybody, you know, let, let me not say anybody, but let me just stick with Kelly for right now. Um, cause I got to start being careful about my endorsements with people, right? I mean, people right. love, you know, yeah. not everybody's worth an endorsement these days yeah. we'll get to that later. Um, but you learned all this through your own trial and error. You know, yep. you learn this through your own experience. And I think one of the things that's really important to point out for everybody listening, 647 people live as of this moment, um, is that, you know, this may be contradictory to your experience. You may find it to be your vibe is more on Instagram, more on yep. Facebook, and you're not going to know until you get out there and post a hundred videos on TikTok, post a hundred videos on Instagram, right? And you have to have a good enough, large enough test sample. Um, I think in a, in a, like a trial, they call it your, your, um, um, it's the amount of people that you have inside of that trial. Some of my yeah. more medically inclined people, you know what I'm talking about. It's yes. Yeah. Are inside yeah. of that trial. It's not a legitimate trial if there's, you know, a couple of people. You got to have a decent amount of people inside of a trial in order for it to be legitimate because you you need to be able to get a certain amount of results. Um, so, you know, that's that's true in marketing as well. I need to be able to have a good enough sample size, whatever we want to call it, of data an experience to be able to um, make a, a determination of whether, you know, this is working or not. I think the best example in marketing is you can't split test, you know, two hits on, on this page example and two hits on this page example. And I see this all the time. People are like, well, I've gotten, you know, I've gotten a um, hundred hits on my landing page and I'm not, I haven't gotten any sales yet. It's like a hundred hits is like a pimple on the freckle of a gnat's ass in terms of a marketing sample size. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, we need to be talking about tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of hits, hundreds of leads that have opted in, 
and and then from that we can have a, a legitimate sample size um, yeah. of of you know where the the breakdown is in your funnel. Is it on your landing page? Is it on your bridge page? You know, is it the offer, right? Because the other thing is if they opt into your landing page, hit your bridge page, we need to know how many click link clicks of your affiliate link do you have? Because if yeah. you have 100 opt-ins but no link clicks, well, something's wrong with your bridge page. Nobody's clicking that link. That's where the black hole is inside of your funnel, right? Yeah. You have 100 opt-ins, 90 link link. Uh, link clicks, but but zero sales. Well, let's make sure that your link works. Let's yep. make sure you're going <laughs> to the right place. Let's go through the damn funnel and check it. Or right, is this resonating yep. with you as well? Oh man, yeah, yeah, it is. I uh, also, if I could make a recommendation, I would definitely tag like as much stuff as you can. If you guys don't know, like if you go into the legendary back office and you do your affiliate link, you can add a tag to every link that you use. I tag everything so that I know where people are coming from because I do 40% of my sales come from email. And um, I know that because I tag every link that goes into my emails, right? So that's how I can, I, that's how I know where things are happening, how things are happening. Um, I check to see how many people are coming, how many people are clicking my link, and then how many people are actually opting in. So if I have a lot of people that are clicking my link and no one's opting in, well, that would tell me then that something's wrong with my opt-in page. Like I need to do something about that. So if that number's pretty high, then I go from, okay, well, how many people are actually opting in to how many people are actually converting over to you know, making, buying the challenge or whatever it is that I'm offering. Right. So if there is a disconnect there, well, then I need to fix something from here to there. So I think that those are, I think that analysis is super important. I've done that from the beginning. Just, I, I mean, tagging all of my, I always put different tags. Like if I send a broadcast email out to my email list, um, it has a tag on it with the date that that email was sent so that I know which one exactly uh, converted those people. Cause then I'll go through and I'll see which one of my emails is the better email. And then I can recreate that right. Hundreds yeah. of times if I need to. Absolutely. So. It's interesting. Somebody said in the comments, let me find it. So she might as well be talking Japanese. No clue what this means. Well, <laughs> that, 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 that's Kelly's got two years of education and in experience on you has gone through all of our courses so don't compare your day one or month yep. one to her year two this is the importance of getting educated about how to do affiliate marketing properly and that goes for any product you're promoting my friends um yep. kelly happens to be a, an affiliate of legendary and, and likely of other uh softwares yep. and so forth um if you go to google no matter what you're promoting, you can, you know, just, for example, Google link tracker, right? And there's all kinds of different um, uh, link trackers that you can use. For example, create free custom URL shortener and tracking links. You know, you can go through here and um, create tracking links easily. 13 link tracking tools for 2024. Um, you know, so you can go here and, um, and, and, and use a, um, a, a, a tracking link service, many of which are free, 
and um, and and really track your 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 links, no matter what it is that you are promoting. And um, and uh, there's sections inside of our advanced training, inside of our blueprints that talks about tracking and testing mm-hmm. and and so forth, where we do additional um, you know follow up education on these specific topics. So again, yeah. never underestimate, my friends. This is a free show that we're doing for everybody to plant seeds, to help, hopefully inspire mm-hmm. you, to give you valuable content that you can take away. And some of the details are details that we teach and that Kelly learned over hours of education of, 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 you know, speaking, you know, coming from the teacher is also been student, right? Let's talk about Facebook. What has that been? What has Facebook been for you over the past couple of months? And how do you think it may be underrated in some people's eyes? I, I think that we, we all assume you know, and I did too, when I first started that Facebook, no one was on Facebook anymore, right? Everybody, because you hear people say Facebook is dead. Nobody gets on Facebook, but let's be real. Everyone is on Facebook. You know, my, I, I, my, right I mean, my kids are on Facebook. <laughs> um, my kids are on Facebook. My 94 year old grandmother is on Facebook. Like everyone is on Facebook. Um, I, so at first I never took Facebook serious. And then I finally got serious about it and started making sure that all of my posts were going over there and that, you know, and I get really good interaction from people on Facebook. I get a lot of engagement on my videos on Facebook. They, my reels do better on Facebook than a lot of other places. Like it's wild to me and on a consistent basis, but also when you're on Facebook, you can send them, you can post a link inside of your comments, which you can't do anywhere else, really. Um, I I put my link in, in the comments, anybody who comments to me, I can put my direct link in there and they can go to my, my opt-in page that way, right? Um, which I think is amazing. I also encourage people to come join my community, you know, come join my free community. I, you know, I get in there and I do live Q and A's all the time. People that join my community have access to me in ways that you don't if you're not in my community because you can put a post out in my in my group and be like, hey, I'm having trouble with this. You know, I have 7000 people in that group there. People are going to answer like you're going to get the help that you need. So I think along like with what you said earlier, Dave, was building that community is super important. And that's been important for me from the very beginning. I started my Facebook group a month after I started doing this. and I think that that had a lot to do with it. And a lot of times I get people that say, well, how do you, do, how do you have a community where you're supposed to be the expert if you're, if you're not successful yet? Right. Well, you're, you don't, you don't have to let people know that you're the expert. How I told people was come join my Facebook community. I'm, you know, we're just getting this thing started. I let's learn together. You know, that's how I went about it. Like we're learning, we're all learning this together. And I have people that have been in my Facebook group for almost two years now. So, um, and it's been, and that's how you, that's how you build raving fans, right? <laughs> that's how you, because they get to see a side of you, you get in there and you answer questions and you're helpful and you do the things that I set out to do. And it shows people a side of you that other people don't get to see because they're part of your community. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's not a whole lot of, you know, there's not a whole lot of, um, apps or, 
platforms that work better at community building than than a dadgum Facebook group. Yeah, I, there, there's just not. I mean, we we I have charged so many times over the years at getting people off of Facebook because Facebook can be, or you know, every platform can be, you know, annoying and 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 and, and uh, um, um, toxic, right? Mm -hmm. Facebook, yeah. Facebook can be toxic. People can come into your Facebook group and, and private message your people and, and, yeah. and try to poach them and try to scam them and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, maybe you start there's there's a couple of different social group apps and stuff that you can use. But I tell you, people won't leave Facebook. They Yeah. They, 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 you know, you, they just won't go use the people are so used to using Facebook. Yeah. We're so used to it. And so you just, you educate people, you, you make warnings about what to look out for, uh, with our, with our community. When, so before somebody goes from our back office to one of our Facebook groups, we have kind of a bridge page. It's kind of a page on our blog that we send people to that has a video that explains here's what to look out for. Yeah. You know, but we've sort of embraced Facebook over the the years as basically the predominant place to have a a group. The the, the you know the kind of the only place that the majority of people will will go and and hang out on. And our group now has over a hundred thousand people on it. Yeah. Um, you know this this business page that we're on right now. I mean this this business page with very little paid advertising, friends, with very little tiny itsy bitsy amounts over time compared to other companies who have spent you know who spend multiple six figures per month mostly organic doing the show 850 episodes plus i have to get an exact update yeah. from, from jalen um we've got over a hundred thousand followers on this on this business page right here as a matter of fact 105,000 likes 149,000 followers on this on this business page wow that's, that's, that's just from consistent yep posting every single day and the the cool thing about facebook is is that not only will they now push your content out to a cold audience so facebook used yes. to be where it would only it kind of like tiktok yeah kind of like yep. instagram started doing and kind of like yep. now facebook is starting to do um where you know they they jalen just gave me that episode he said we're on episode 884 Oh, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, friends, listen, I mean, you know, this is, you know, both myself, Kelly, anybody else who, who has any success um, ha has gotten there by consistent posting and content creating over time. But um, anyways, there was a time when, when you posted on Facebook that your business page would hardly get any reach. They wanted you yeah. to pay for advertising and your yeah. personal page would get more reach but it would only be to your friends. Yep. Yep. And then they, <laughs> then, they, then they allowed you to have followers so people could follow your pages and your friend profile without actually being your friend or liking your page. And, and now 
they're really boosting your content even further based on your engagement. So for example, you know, we get, we do these lives, we get a bunch of comments, the more engagement you get, the more your content gets pushed mm-hmm. out. Then you start posting reels on your business page and it gets pushed out even further because the algorithm, Facebook, the Facebook gods know that people like your content. And so if you're going live on Facebook, like we're doing plus posting reels and stories, it's a powerful combination. Yeah. And in Facebook is underrated right now. Facebook is underrated. I, I agree with that. And I think I think a lot of people are scared of Facebook because they don't want their friends and family to see what they're doing. And I, I was right there with them. Like when I I didn't start posting on Facebook until Josh Smith, till you guys did that Facebook um challenge thing that we did, like I don't know, it was like a year ago, like a year and a half ago. Um but that's when I started really, really focusing on Facebook and it changed a lot for my business. I mean, it really did. It, um, it changed a lot for my business and I was terrified of showing my friends and family what I was doing. And then finally I sat down and I thought, why the hell am I terrified of showing people what I'm doing? Like at that point in time, I'd already made, I, I had already made my yearly teaching salary. And I thought that I should share this with people. Like I, I'm, I'm doing people a disservice if I don't tell them about this. So I just had to, at some point, just decide what's more important to me, building my business and changing my future or staying under a rock somewhere so no one could see me on Facebook. What, what was more important to me? They don't pay my bills. <laughs> like My friends and family that don't want to see me on Facebook don't pay my bills. And if they don't want to see me, they can mute me. And that's, I mean, (laughs) they don't want to see me. They don't have to. (laughs) So, but at at some point in time, you have to tell yourself, I just don't care anymore because I'm here. I know why I'm here. I know why I came here. I know what I'm trying to accomplish with it. And that's the goal. Like, that's what you have to focus on. And, you know, being successful is scary because you have to take steps that no one else is willing to take. A lot of the times you have to do things that make you uncomfortable because if you're not uncomfortable, you're not growing mm. and that's all there is to it. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's um, a lot of people are feeling this. I mean, let, thank you all for your, your, your comments and feeling the, the, the energy and feeling uh, the passion that's uh, being, you know, being, being, <laughs> communicated right now uh, because this is coming from real life, experience that that you've had kelly and uh you know not only do your results show it but um your your experience and you know your wisdom and uh the way that you're able to talk about these things in in such a powerful way uh is 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 only because you've you've walked the walk right you've not just the talk but you've been walking the walk over the past two years and um, and that's really important to point out to everybody is that you've been at this for two years, and um, you know if if you want to change your life, uh, it's going to take some time, but it's going to be worth it. It's going to be yeah. worth it if you can be successful with it. And the way to be successful with it is to stick with it and apply all of the same principles that you're going to need to apply to anything that you're going to be successful with. You're not. This is the interesting thing. You're not going to have to apply anything different here 
more or less than anything else that you do in life to be successful. Yep. I would assume being a great teacher takes all of the same hard work and dedication and likely, you know, a different kind of commitment being physically there and, and, and most likely um, enduring a lot of different types of stress. I can remember listening to, to, to you at one of the previous masterminds in the pain that you felt watching some of the kids that were struggling and suffering in their own personal lives and feeling mm -hmm. helpless about being able to do something about that. Um, as much as I know that tugs at your heartstrings and you did everything that you could do to be a great teacher and impact those, those kids' lives. Um, what, how is your life different today? And um, what, how has your stress been decreased by this change? Certainly, I would assume you still have certain stressors, but yeah. has, you know, we've talked a little bit about your financial success and what you've been able to accomplish with, you know, building your new home and going full time and all this. But are you are you actually happy? And are you do you have less stress doing that? Be, be doing this because that's also important. We, we don't want to be rich and miserable. Right. I, wow. If you ask any of the people who are my followers on social media, they tell me all the time that you can just see it in my content. You can see it in my face. You can see it when I talk. You can see it in everything I do, the lack of stress that I have now, <laughs> which is wild. But I agree with them 100%. Um, what I will say, I think the biggest difference for me um, we had so much stress around money. James and I did. We just had so much stress around money um, that it, the not living paycheck to paycheck anymore changed your life in ways that you can't even describe. And that was something I always wanted, but it wasn't something I realized was causing me so much stress. But now I can get up in the morning. I can help my boys get around for school and I can, you know, hop in the shower later. I can, you know, I don't have to be anywhere. I don't have to, I don't have to be out of my pajamas by seven o'clock in the morning. I, you know, I had to get out of my pajamas just to get on here. <laughs> I thought, maybe not, maybe I won't keep my pajamas on. <laughs> I do have my slippers on, however. Um, but I, I mean, I, you know, those are the little things, but like, if I could say one thing, has improved in my life more than anything else. It would be my marriage and my relationship with my husband. And I'll, I'm going to throw this out there. Today is my 26th wedding anniversary today. And wow. Um, wow. <laughs> he, uh, I have, we have been on more date nights. We've been on more vacations. We've spent more time together, just he and I together. Um, than anything else, any other year of our life. I think 2023 was probably the best year of our marriage and it was number 25, right? Mm -hmm. So we, we've just spent a lot of time together and our kids are grown except for our 10 year old who we just adopted on November 17th. Um, so he's, he is officially a Roberts. Um, but I, I, you know, my relationships with my family, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my kids, it's all better, all of it, because I don't have that stress because I do have time 
and I can now make that a priority and I don't have to be at school. I don't have to be sitting, you know, I don't have to take, I don't have to take grades. I don't have to take schoolwork to a baseball game and try to grade stuff while I'm there. Um, I can be fully present with my family. And I think that that has changed a lot of things for us, just a ton of things for us. So I could not be happier for you and your family and James. Um, I, I really, I really am so, so happy for you all and proud of you and am just um, honored to know you. It's been a pleasure to be a part of your journey and um, I can't wait to see what 2024 brings. So we're going to end with that. There's nothing more to say. This has been, <laughs> been beyond uh, expectations and it always is with you. And Thank so you. Uh, keep up the great work, my, my dear friend and uh, happy new year. Happy New Year to you, too. Thanks for having me. Stay legendary, my friend. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. All right, my friends, you can follow Kelly. I'm going to give you all her stuff here. Facebook, Kelly Roberts. If you're listening, it's K-E-L-L-E-E -E -E Roberts, R-O-B-E-R-T-S, Kelly Roberts. But Kelly is spelled K-E-L-L-E-E. -E -E. That's on Facebook. Over on TikTok and Instagram, Building You Online, spelled exactly how it sounds. Building You, Y-O-U, online. Building You Online. She's on Instagram. She's also on TikTok, and she talked about that. My friends, wow. Um, I mean, triple dipple, dipper hat throw. Um, I was so tuned in to what Kelly was saying here over this, this, this last hour. And so inspired by her story, it's such a pleasure. It's the, the, my greatest kind of source of happiness from what I do in work is to see people change their lives in such a powerful way, not just theirs, but also their families and to have somebody who I've got to know over the, the last two years coming to the masterminds. I know her husband. We've partied together, meaning that, you know, dancing and laughing and, and um, uh, just, you know, having a lot of fun when we get together. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it, it's a pleasure. It's beautiful. It's what this is all about. It's watching people who want it, not people who need it, because don't we all need it? I mean, doesn't the world need it? Doesn't the world need to not be living paycheck to paycheck? Doesn't the world need to build their dream home? Doesn't the world need to have a break from the rat race? Doesn't the world need, um, you know, an extra X amount of dollars each month to help out, to go towards, you know, their, their kids school fund, you know, doesn't, don't, don't, doesn't everybody need that? Unfortunately, Everything, including success in business, is not for people who need it, but those who want it and those who are willing to do the work to go after it. So if you've watched this episode and you've been inspired by Kelly's accomplishments and her story, don't compare your day one, your week one, your month one, two, three, four, whatever, 12 to her month 24. She's been at this, putting in the work, making the commitment, showing up every day consistently. She's walked through 
her fears and her nervousness and her anxiety um, from being on this show nervous to speaking on our stages nervous to now coming back and being much more comfortable, a lot less nerves, just the normal nerves that we all have. Even I have sometimes when I, you know, come on and, oh my God, I'm talking to Kelly Roberts. Woo-hoo! I mean, that, get, get a little, get, get a few nerves there because it's like, wow, th- th- this is, this is really exciting for me to talk to somebody who's, who's come so far and who we get to follow up on her story. So remember that she and everybody else, including me, has gone through the same difficult decisions and challenges and frustrations and comparisonitis. And guess what? We're human beings. We still go through it in in our own way to this day. So keep on keeping on. Keep up the good fight. Yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah, it's going to be challenging. Yeah, it's going to challenge you to your core. Yeah, it's going to make you rethink maybe everything that you know and believe about life and money and jobs and and everything. And put your damn seatbelt on because it's going to be a wild ride. And if you stick with it and are successful, it'll be worth it. Get out of here, my friends. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Thank you, as always, for all the love in the comments, the supportive, uh, affirming, loving, compassionate, just that contribution that you all are making in the comments when we're doing these makes this so much more enjoyable for us all to do. We appreciate it. We're pouring into you, and we appreciate when we pour back, when you pour back into us. We'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Same place, same time. Get out of here. Stay legendary.